Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues of the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash UCOFW or check us out on MySpace at www.myspace.com forward slash UCOFW. Send us a tweet on Twitter at HTTP colon slash slash Twitter.com slash UCOFW. Come on and join the conversation. Get involved. Hit us up. All right. Welcome back to the Urban Wire. It's a new year, and it's our first broadcast of the new year. Um, so we're you know we're back. You know um, we haven't been back in a while. You know the last show we did was our Christmas uh, uh, edition, but we're back for a new year. We're you know we're gonna have a lot going on this year. A lot of positive things. A lot of good things that we're gonna try to do this year. Um, and also we want to uh, welcome you tonight to our special edition, our Martin Luther King Jr. edition, um, Keep the Dream Alive, where tonight we're going to discuss his life, his legacy, and we're going to also discuss how we as a community, how we need to come together and um, continue that that uh, legacy. So um, we're going to have a really good show. It's probably not going to be a, a terribly long show tonight. We'll see what happens. But for those who are interested, um, we're going to open up the chat room, and um, you can reach us at www.blogtalkradio.com slash UCOFW. You can sign in on Blog Talk Radio, make a free account, look us up under UCOFW, um, come in and join the chat. We're going to open up the chat room, so uh, which I just did that now. And also, if you want to call and call in, you have your comments, questions, concerns um, about any topic, just feel free to hit, hit us up at 646-915-8200. Once again, that is area code 646-915-8200. Uh, Michael will be in with us in the next about 30 minutes. Uh, I'm not sure if DeAndre's going to be on tonight, but uh, she might come in a little later, but uh, we're just going to go with the flow. We're definitely going to have another broadcast this Thursday. Um, we're going to be doing a broadcast Thursday night, um, either Wednesday or Thursday. I'm not sure yet, but we will be having another broadcast later on this week. Um, we just want to do a special edition tonight, and we just want to do um, show rec- rec- you know, recognition and respect to uh, an icon uh the historical icon in the United States where, you know, a person that really changed the face of race relations and how um, this country changed the direction, helped change the direction of this country as far as um, equality is concerned, um, who sacrificed his life and um, gave, you know, generously to the cause. So we definitely want to give him recognition. And um, we're talking about Martin Luther King, Jr., 
And I also want to talk about how I, some of the things I see today uh, are kind of disappointing. You know, just seeing how uh, King and, and other people during that time, black and white and all, all races, how they tried to fight against, you know, this uh, system of inequality. And, and you know, I look at all the sacrifices that they've made, and I look at how today's generation or people today, how we idly sit by and take, we don't take advantage of those uh, those sacrifices. We we don't appreciate these sacrifices. It seems like we're we're going backwards instead of you know forward. So we're going to talk about that today. We've got a couple other things we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to cover. I don't know if De- um, DeAndre's going to come in here, but we're going to talk about Beyonce. You know, she just had um, her and Jay-Z um, are now proud parents of a beautiful baby girl. We're going to talk about that. And also um, we're going to talk about SOPA, but I might change, I might hold off on that till Thursday. I'm not sure. But um, also – uh, we're going to talk about Casey Anthony. We're going to at least start talking about that. And um, she, I guess she has a new video out. Well, the video's not old, but it was, it was quote-unquote accidentally released to the public. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, are you are you just doing this for publicity? Or, I mean, because I really think that she is, and I, and I, excuse my terminology, she's an attention whore. So I think she will go to any lengths to – to be out there in the media and to get some type of press or some type of money. You know, I just, I really am, I'm still upset about the outcome of that particular, um, that, that case. But we're going to talk about that later on and um, see what Michael Snyder, he has some new um, information, you know, um, regarding his website and he has some new articles that are up for those who are you. Those of you who are into spirituality, he um, has a website called Sunrise Humanity, and um, you can go there and check out his um, video clips. He has some video clips on YouTube as well, so he's going to be here in here a little lighter. And this year, we're going to try to switch it up. We're going to try to get some new commentators on. Um, we'll have some DJs coming in and stuff like that. So you're going to see some changes, some slight changes soon. We're going to try to get a new intro and all that stuff. So I'm working on some things right now. Uh, we're really trying to put this show on the map. Um, I, based on the viewers, or the, not the viewers, oh my goodness, the listeners, we had, a, we had a lot of listeners the last show. So we just want to keep that train rolling. We really want to keep um, you guys entertained, educated, enlightened. So with that being said, once again, I'm going to give you the contact information. Call us. At 646-915-8200. Today's topic, we're going to talk about King's legacy. And do you think that the, the dream that he had for this country, does that dream still exist today? Or do you see uh, that dream falling apart? So I really want to hear what you guys have to say about that. Um, Thursday, we're going to probably talk about Parenting 101 because there's a lot of you parents out here that's just doing too much. And I'm just going to keep it real with you. Some of you parents are doing way too much, and then you wonder why your children turn out the way they do, and you allow them to do any and everything, and then you wonder why they are 
not respecting you, and they look at you more as a friend than a parent. So we're going to talk about that. I mean, y'all know DeAndre, she's going she gonna to give you the blues on that. So that's just what we got going on this year. You know, don't forget to check out our YouTube page at www.youtube.com and um, slash UCOFW. And um, be sure to subscribe today. I think the address to that, um, the uh, web address is in the description of this show. So be sure to click on that. We also have our group page on uh, Facebook, UCOFW, and we have the address to that as well. Um, once again, the address to this show is www.blogtalkradio.com slash UCOFW. And make sure you can go in there and, and um, uh, sign up for a free account, come in with the, you know in the chat room, chat with me, uh, send your questions, send your comments. You know, we can read them over the air, whatever you want to do. And that's about it. We're going to go through um, our Mega Mix. We're going to do, you know, we're going to do a little, uh, you know, take you out of church for a minute. And then, you know, we're going to um, bring you back. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. So we're going to go to some We Shall Overcome. We're going to take it back um, old school when we used to have church back in the day. And then we're going to play a little Yolanda Adams. And then we're going to play the I Have a Dream speech. But, um uh, yeah, we'll be back in about 15 minutes. We're going to be ready to start the show.
All right, we are back. Um, came back from our uh, mega mix, and um, right now we have a couple callers on the line. We're gonna see who uh, on the line right now. Seven six five two six five. You have a question or a comment? Please it's silent. Okay. Two nine four. You just listening, or you just uh, got a question or a comment? I'm listening. Okay. All right, we're back from a commercial break, and like I said, um, today it's going to be our special edition, our Martin Luther King Jr. Um, edition tonight, Keep the Dream Alive. And I just wanted to start off with that tonight because I really think that uh, today is one of those days where we really should uh, think about the uh, – what, what should I say? Think about the, the, the sacrifices that Martin Luther King so many other people during um, those times made for us today to where we can be free and be who we are without um, fear of ridicule or not even just be free, just, you know, expressing for who we are, just just in general, because I think a lot of us um, take for granted that we have the rights, that we've always had the rights that we have today. And I think, if anything, we're really taking two steps back and steps moving forward today because I think with all the stuff that we see that's going on today, I think a lot of us take the, uh, particularly, and I can speak for the black community, I think we really take for granted what we have today and the opportunities that we have. And uh, and a lot of people don't realize that uh, Dr. King did not just fight for black. He, he fought for all um group, like, you know, um, and it's just not just for the blacks, you know, um, you know, a lot of the minorities today, um, he fought so that they can have the rights that, that we have as U.S. citizens, you know, so I think today is one of those days where we should, uh, you know, really reflect on that, and I know there was a lot of things going on within the city today, you know, where a lot of people gave back, a lot of um a lot of uh, volunteer activities and a lot of just a lot of things that were going on in Indianapolis today, and I really hope that we take we took something from that today. You know, so a um, couple things I want to also, you know, couple points I want to make in reference to Martin Luther King Day um, is we need to first of all have a spirit of service, and not just today, but just. Um, year around, and when I mean, and what I mean by service is service to your community. Um, that can be done in several ways. You can give back, um, give you know, go to the homeless shelter, you know, and um, donate donate some time. Like donate time if if you have some some extra clothing or extra things that you can give to the homeless, then you know that that's the way you can serve them, and also. Uh, we can also serve in our schools. Like there's a lot of, you know, volunteer activities. And a lot of these children today don't have role models. So we can serve our, our young people by tutoring. You know, if, if you if you know somebody in your family or you see a kid that's out of line, you know, get you know, come on, you know, kind of encourage them to do better. You know, that's, that's, that's one thing that we can do is um, uh, commit by service. And another thing we can do is help lift each other up. Stop putting each other down. Because I think a lot of things, that, a lot of stuff that we see that's going on today is because everybody's trying to make that extra buck. 
everybody's trying to get ahead at someone else's expense instead of lifting somebody else up, you know. So I think another thing we should do, like I said, is help lift each other up, build us up, build each other up instead of trying to tear each other down. And finally, before I go to the next topic, I want to talk about uh, let's let's just quit the violence. Let's let's stop killing one another. You know, like I have never seen so many homicides, and you know, particularly within you know amongst you know younger people than this year. Like, and, and usually when we see these homicides over something that doesn't even amount to anything. You know, what I'm saying people are just taking lives right and left. And they don't have any regards for it, for for life or anything in general. And I think that we need to stop killing off one each other. We need to like uplift each other, and we need to uh, remember what we had to go through as a group of people. You know what I'm saying? Instead of always just taking things for granted, you know, I think we really should like start loving each other and realizing, you know, that we are all in this together. You know, so. Um, but that being said, uh, Michael, do you have anything to add on to that, or? Well, I, I don't think I could have said it any better myself. I think you pretty much covered about every basis out there. You know, I, I yeah. guess in the in the aspect of what some of these people are doing nowadays, they mm-hmm. really like some of the homicides I know that occurred here in the Indianapolis area have been over, mm-hmm. like. One, for example, I do video game stuff. Really? Mm. Uh, right. And I know that, you know, and a lot of it sometimes have overtones of drug involvement, but, you know, people really think about what you're doing and think about what's out there. Is it, will it, is it really worth, you know, even if you don't value the other person's life, is it worth ruining your life over a bad decision for a video game? Right, really? exactly. Yeah. 294, do you have anything to add um, to that? Um, I know uh, that I, I really want to get everybody's opinion about what does Martin Luther King Day mean to them and how we, how do you see uh, us as a society going as far as, like, keeping that dream alive? Honestly, it's just um, it's just one of those things, you know, even for it to be so early in the new year, um, and not even just so much the new year, I just look at how society is now. And just in the line of work that I do, I attended church um, yesterday, and um, there was a lot of younger people, Not, and I'm not old myself, um, little younger than I was, just say, saying and stating there was a young lady who um, was robbed on her job, um, mm. came in and not only her, but her supervisor, and they had used um, plastic uh, zip ties, tied their hands, um pretty much robbed them in the store, told them to lay on their backs. Um, she had two pistols right there as she was bringing up these customers, put to both sides of her head. I think she couldn't have been no more than 18. And it's just that where have we went wrong in society? Everybody, it's, it's hard for everyone right now. 
But when you get to a time where you have to fear your life as far as going to work, you know things are getting bad. And it's just time for people to start realizing, like everyone has been saying, and help one another out. If there's something that you need, simply nowadays just ask someone. Everybody's working hard to get the little things that they do have. And my my mom had always told me, you know, um, and I never realized until I got older, like, you know, if there was something someone needed, you know, she would always feed them. If there was something they need as far as money or something and she may not have it, she said, you know, I will always be able to feed someone with something. And if there's something that they need and I have, I would give it to them. But nowadays people don't ask. They just take from one another. And it's, and it's sad. And it's just like what are we teaching our young people who are now growing up? Um, I looked at my niece who was five years old. And just hearing some of the things that go on in the classroom and just asking her about school is just where have we as a society, and not even us as parents and just family members, but even the things that our kids are watching, we really have to pay close attention to some things, the media, because you never know what is being portrayed in a young person's head. And the problem is now that you're getting a lot of these young people who may not who have that guidance, um, in their lives. So now the only thing they've learned is to take, you know, by any means necessary, just take whatever it is. Whether you're harming another person or not, just take it rather than ask. And that's definitely not the way that it works. Um, but I definitely think that it, it's time, and not just because it's Martin Luther King and this is what we're celebrating, but just as a society as in general, it's time for us to just start thinking about some of the things and that we're doing in our own actions, and you never know who's watching you. It may not even be your child. It may not be a child that's in your family. It could be somebody just a little child in the grocery store, and they see you maybe opening a package and stealing something. I mean, it could be so simple that that child may think that that's the right thing to do if they don't have the money. We just have to be very cautious about some of the things that we're doing because, again, you don't know what you're teaching um, and you don't know who's watching you, um, knowing if that's the right or the wrong way to do things. Do you think that a lot of this has to do with <clears throat> the lack of community now? Like Because like you said, like people aren't asking, they're taking, but do you think that that has to do with the lack of community, like the, the, the sense of unity that we have these days because everybody's so individual – Individual, individualistic, and everybody's trying to get, you know, get what they need and what they want, and they're not thinking about the next person. And, you know, it's just because I know it seems like a lot of times we look at people's attitudes towards things like that about helping out others, and it's always about, well, i got to get mine. I don't have time to help you out. You know, I, I have mouths to feed. You know, I have to take care of myself. So do you think that people do not feel that they can open up and ask people for things because we as a society, if we became so selfish, if, you know, especially with the, you know, times that we're living in? I don't think it's necessarily that because what I have noticed, <laughs> um, and just in the field of work that I do, when people want something or are in need of something, people will ask. But what, what, what people have went wrong is knowing their priorities. But people have mm-hmm. no problems asking for options. Options meaning you have a cigarette. Rather mm-hmm. than if your child needs some pampers, you're not going to ask, hey, do you, do you, 
if you know someone or if I know someone who's maybe just had a baby and I have a child, um, and they're wearing the same size pampers, I wouldn't have no problem asking. But I'm my my question is and the problem is is that um they don't ask. They'll rather go and steal pampers rather than accent. And again right. it just goes back. It's hard times for everybody. So um but I can't really say it's a lack of so much the community. I think it's just that us as people we have to start knowing and learning what's important and what's not important. Uh, right. Whether that, you know, wanting to borrow cigarettes rather than making sure that your child has diapers or making sure your child may have milk or whatever the situation may be, um, I definitely think we have to learn what's important. And and, and that's where we're sometimes, that's where we go wrong a lot because what may be important to us at that particular time may not be what's really needed. Um, but that, and again, that that all depends on the individual, and you can't necessarily just blame the community. Again, there's a lot of things that you have to take in perspective. The media, um, right? You have to, like I said, you have to watch certain things. I mean, as an adult, and you're watching a movie, and you see maybe a part of the movie somebody stealing something. Yet we know that that's not the right thing to do. But at the same time, you got your son or daughter sitting there watching you and. Sometimes you have to take the time out to be like, okay, you know, this is a movie, but that's not the right thing to do. We have right. to start, <clears throat> you definitely have to start teaching and learning and teaching children the right from wrong because it's not with all the perceptions in the in the media. We have so much that our kids pick up on now. You don't know what's been, been instilled in them at all. And, you know, and that's exactly, you make a good point because a lot of, Parents today, they use the television, they use movies and everything else. They use that as a form of babysitting. Like, you know, they, you know, they tell your child, go, go, okay, go watch TV. You, you think as long as your child's sitting there watching TV, you think that they're, okay, they're okay, you know. You know, I know they're okay because they're sitting there watching television. But really, like you said, if they don't have the parental guidance to, like, you know, to guide that child, let them know, hey, I know this is this and this is being Shown to you in the media, but this is how reality is. They they don't have like parents there to guide them. So this is this is reality, and this is television. Like you know, and a lot yeah. of people get that mixed up. That's why you have all these young girls, you know, making these YouTube videos and getting online and shaking their behind and just going, you know, just dressing any kind of way. And then you got the trifling parents out here. I just seen this this video on World Star Hip Hop. Where the parents had the nerve to have these little one, like have these little three, four, five, six, seven, eight year old girls out. And I guess they was some at some outdoor event, some type of old barbecue, ghetto barbecue, whatever, and had the DJ on nine times. I'm like, yeah, we want to see. I said, you want to see which one of you girls can shake it the best? You know, you go out there shaking and dropping it and popping it like they strippers, and you got this grown man, you know you know, on the mics, you know, encouraging these girls to do that. And then you have the parents out here, you know, egging their daughters to go on so they can win this, you know, win this little cash prize and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's it's a lot of factors that we it's have to lot. take in consideration and because it's not the children's fault. It's, it's not the children's fault. And what I've learned is that 
even us as parents, I'm not a parent myself, but even as an aunt, a cousin, sometimes we have to stop. And it, it it doesn't take a lot for us to maybe sit down. And I'm not saying you got to watch the whole episode. Right. Maybe you need to sit down and watch five or ten minutes of a show because just because it's a cartoon, that doesn't right. necessarily mean that it's okay for your child to watch. And you have to make sure that some of these things are appropriate for your child. Um, for example, my niece who was five years old was watching a show on Disney Channel. And, again, it's not that Disney Channel is bad, but at the same time, is it within her age range? Disney Channel, yes, um, they do, and they have a wide range of pop. Um, they have a wide, a wide range of um, population as far as kids-wise. And some of the shows you have to watch and see which ones are geared to which, which age range of children. Um, and, and it wasn't nothing, but I was looking at some of the dancing that they were doing on there, and I was like, and this is on Disney Channel, but then again I was looking at the show, and it looks like things that were – Mainly probably for, I would definitely say maybe about 6th, 7th grade, um, kind of like older um, generation right. kids. It was something about high school and, you know, something like that. But And, again, and, and that doesn't take a lot, but sometimes we have to take that time, watch 5 or 10 minutes um, of a kid's show and, and just see what exactly it is. And if it is teaching you child the anything the show at least. or mm-hmm. something, and, and again, or, or something, um, to at least see what it is, you know, that your that your child is watching. Because, again, some of these, just because it's cartoon or it's children-based, that doesn't mean that it's age-appropriate for your child. So you have to watch that. Right. Well, Michael, wasn't you saying how, like, you posted up a video, a very interesting, not a video, but an article. You know, I think it was about a week. I don't know if it's been a couple of weeks ago, but it was about um, a young boy who was watching um, – what show was he watching? Um, I think it was Glee, I believe. Yeah, and he said something. He told his mother that he wants to kiss boys. Right. And he wants to be, I don't know, like, yeah, the, now I have a problem crux, with that. Yeah. The crux of the right. article is basically this six-year-old, that was, six-year-old boy that was just fascinated with Glee. And... All of a sudden, just kind of out of nowhere, he is fixated on some reason wanting to kiss this boy, a character. I forget which character. I think it was the character uh, Blaine in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanted he just he wanted to kiss, him. and this boy said, mm-hmm. mm. "Now, while I might applaud the mother for, and the mother's standpoint was, well, you know." Nobody would say anything if he was watching a show and wanted to kiss this little girl. She said, so I'm not going to pass judgment on my son because he wants to kiss a boy. While that's all well and good, and I'm glad that she's an open-minded parent, the Seneca and I both, after talking about this, was like, okay, he's six years old. Six years old, he doesn't need to be kissing anybody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and to I me, like, agree with it, that. It, it, and I mean, my thing is, it kills me that people always want to play. Like, I don't want to even go there, but like, nobody, you know, what I'm saying, like, I'm not gonna say what she has about that. I mean, it's, it has some validity to it, but 
I think that she's missing a big, the bigger picture because that child should not be wanting to kiss anybody at that, that age. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. These parents have to watch what these children are, are looking at on TV because children shouldn't even be thinking about sex or anything like that. When they, I mean, I guess times have changed. Like, when I was that age, I wasn't thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? This, it right. just, just the thought. You know what I'm saying? You know how when you were younger, you know, you wasn't nobody trying to think about that. But now you have these kids as young as eight, nine, ten trying to have sex in school. You know, it's so like where where are they learning this? That's my thing. Okay, either a somebody's getting abused in the home, or b you know. They're getting this from television, and obviously the parents are too trifling, and and don't and don't care enough to sit there, sit down with their ch- child, and you know, like you said, uh, be aware of what they're watching, and then even educating them on sex, because it's getting to the point now where you have to, you can't even. I mean, the moment that you even see or hear them talking about sex, you better sit them down and talk to them about it, and I think. You know, sex education can start younger now. I mean, you don't, you you don't flat well, out tell you know, explain. Right. But you can start to explain to them, this is what your body, this is this is your part of your body. Nobody's supposed to touch this. This is what this is for. But you are not, you know, what I'm saying you can tell them about that. No, you don't have to leave your children ignorant because, like I said, um, ignorance is no excuse, and you know, ignorance will. Cause you to get kicked in the ass Like seriously in life So you know I really think that Parents need to take a more active role And realize this is 2012 And um, that Times have changed And you think mm-hmm. that your child is not Being exposed to this stuff I say you may not be exposed to it But the next child that's around mm-hmm. their age Might be exposed to that You know what I'm saying You don't know why Because you raise your child a certain way Does not mean that that's that that's how you know you you can't shelter them when they go out in the world. So that's why you have to really sit down with these children and I'm and stop sugarcoating stuff with them and just keep it real and start guiding these children in the right way. Because I'm telling you what, either you gonna do it or the streets is gonna do it. And when the streets are gonna do it, they they're not gonna care about well, you know how your you child learns about. It. And just think too about some of the places you know. If let's you know rule out television and you know radio and stuff, kids walk down the street and think of the billboard advertising. You know, think of the right. let's say that you're let's say you are being a proactive parent supervising what they see on TV. Think about the commercials that run during their TV show. Yeah. You know, just it's like there's a sexual thing no matter where you look. Driving down the street, the billboard that you see out. You know, that has some type of sexual charge or overtone to it. You know, mm-hmm. it's really everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's I'm just saying that's that's. I mean, we live in a sexually charged society. Yeah. You know, everything like you said, like you just mentioned, every look at all the advertisements on TV. You look at um, the clothing that that's out here. You look at. You know, I mean, just everything you look around, even commercials dealing with food, like things that you wouldn't even associate with sex, they have to have some type of sexual appeal to, um, 
to them, like the, the, the advertisements, you know, everything that we see around us is sexually um, has a sexual connotation to it, or like you said, an undertone to it. And you know, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah. Um, but thanks for giving us your commentary. Um, two nine four. Mm-hmm. Because I really think that um, it caused me to think about some things too. You know, I didn't really think of it from that point of view. Uh, it's, and it's not like you said, it's not always just the community. It's not the community. It's, it's 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 a lot of things that are being factored into that. And I, you know, and I didn't think that you know, and it makes sense. The media, the music, you know, and I mean, and a lot of parents think it's cute having your child, like like I was mentioning earlier. Dance and pop, and, and you know, wear makeup, and, and you know, and you, you, your child knows the latest lyrics to the song, you know, that's out there. They, they can sing and rap Nicki Minaj, but they can't even tell, they can't even spell at a basic first or second grade level. You know, they don't even know their ABCs. They can't even read or write. You know what I'm saying? But yet, they can, they can, they know the lyrics behind, you know, you know the latest song or the, you know, they know who Nicki Minaj is. They know who, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce is. They know they they know all of them. But they can't even tell you about the history of this country. They can't even tell you about uh, uh, legendary people, you know, that fought in the civil rights here, stuff like that. They don't even know their history about where they came But they can tell you about everything else that's going on. BBT, they can they can tell you about what's going on, all these reality shows, basketball wives, or AKA basketball hoes. They can tell you about that, but they can't tell you anything about who Martin Luther King is. They don't even know who he is. I bet you a lot of these kids don't know. They don't know anything about. Uh, they don't, they, you know, they don't even know. They probably don't even know that it, it, it just wasn't a black thing. You know what I'm saying? They they don't probably. Realize that all people fought for that cause, you know, but they don't know that. Again, that that okay. and that that stems back to the parents and what their priorities are. Is your prime priorities making sure that your child is <coughs> educated and knowing what they need to know for school? Or is your main priority um your child knowing? Who everybody is out here in the streets and in the society in the media, and again, what what are we teaching our children? As far just for priorities, and then you grow up and you wonder why you have um, some teens who don't know how to balance a checkbook or or, or don't know mm. how to write a check or. Or don't know how to balance nothing or no money management skills, but at the same time they know that when they want something, how to just go out and get it, rather than okay, right. well you have to pay a bill and then you get what you need first. Right. And you won't find right. a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, but how can the how can that the the, the uh, children know that if the parents only had that knowledge? You know what I'm saying? Because you're dealing with a lot of kids. I mean, you're dealing with a lot of kids today that are dealing with parents that didn't really, that that didn't even want them. And sometimes it don't even have to be so much just 
Um, sometimes it could just be leading by example. I just know growing up, I remember seeing my mother sitting at the table right now, bills and balancing the checkbook. I, mm-hmm. I, I seen that. I seen what it was to, to just write it, have your bills and write out what you need to pay. Somebody else may right. not have seen that. But right. or maybe they didn't sit at the table. But I'm sure somewhere in there, even then, again, growing up, I remember my mom saying, "Well, I may not have much money, but my bills are paid." Sometimes it could be little exactly. things that you pay for kids to realize, you know what? I have to pay my bills first. But you see, you have some parents now that's, "Oh, well, I'm gonna use my bill money and go to the boat, or I'm gonna use my bill money <laughs> and do this and that." Right. Right. Yeah, parties is all off, and then you know, a lot of, and I'm, I'm just gonna speak for like black people. We don't really know much about credit. We don't know about credit. We don't know about how to build your credit. We don't know about, like you said, money management skills, and like, but yet we are one of the largest consumers out here, but we don't know how to prioritize. We don't realize the value of our dollars as a, as a black community. We really don't realize that. I still walk around as if somebody owes something. So you're on the system or you're doing this or you're doing that. Nobody owes you nothing. Right. You're just like any other American. You have to get out there and find a job. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and we stop. This just go across the board. I'm not trying to, you know, bash any bunch of people. But stop thinking that the system owes you something. Stop thinking that that you can just go in some place and and you think that 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 they gotta give you something. Like and you, you want to get an attitude because you're not getting it on your timing. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I I just see that a lot with a lot of people. They they think that the system owes them something. And you know, and what makes me mad is the people that. They are working, and, and you know, and can bear, you know, they trying to work hard, but they can't even get any type of assistance. But here you are, not even trying to work or do anything, and you think that somebody owes you something, you know, and then you want to come in, you know, someplace, and then you know, demand this and demand that, like, but really, you know, what have you done to earn that? You know, and I think I think sometimes the system makes it too easy for these people. So I don't know. I've seen that too. I don't know, but I just I think all these elements I think we we really should consider when we when we're discussing the dream that Martin Luther King had and in 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 the struggles that he not only. King went through, but all the people that were in that civil rights era that were fighting for rights, and it just wasn't the black people that was fighting for them. it. Was it was it was a lot of the white people that really pushed that movement along. You know what I'm saying? So we really have to try to look back on that and and kind of respect the efforts that they uh, that they put forth so that we can have some of the basic rights that we have today. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't know, but I just wanted to uh, talk about that. You know, those one of the largest portions of the show dedicate that to. 
But yeah, we want to thank you for coming on tonight and sharing with us yeah, and stuff like that. More than welcome. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Feel free to call in anytime and listen in. All right, well, we're going to go to a quick break, Michael. You going to still hang with me for a little bit? Yep, I'll be on here. All right, well, I'm going to go to a quick song to break this up, and then when we come back, I want to start talking about, well, I mentioned something about the Super Bowl and stuff like that. We're going to mention something, you know, because it's going to be held here in Indianapolis. We're probably going to have to talk about that more on Thursday because, you know, I want to get people a um, – um, Resources where they can go and talk about it more in depth. So I'm probably just gonna hold off to Thursday if I have another show to talk about that. And also, um, I want to start talking about that new bill called SOPA, um, Stop Online Piracy Act. And I got um, a little bit of information pulled up on that, but we're gonna probably have more on that later on this week. And um, Casey Anthony, you know, she has a new video out, and we're gonna play that. Um, it's so boring. Like, I don't even know if I can play the whole thing. It's like four minutes long, so I'm not going to probably waste your time on that. But it's just really crazy how, you know, she's back in the news, and she she just can't stay out of the public eye. Like, it's it's really sickening. So we're going to get, get on that, and then that's – yeah, and then I'm going to bring up the fact about um, Beyonce. She just had her uh, – her and Jay-Z just welcomed a um, – Beautiful girl, baby girl into the world um, last week. So we really want to uh, talk about that. And that's going to be the end of the show. So uh, we're going to go to a quick song. And when we get back, we will uh, get into that. Now, I'm trying to see what we're going to play. So I'm going to, you know, pick up things a little bit. So, hmm. I think, well, we already played that. Well, um, yeah, we're going to go to a little bit of LMFAO, and we will be back momentarily. Yeah, when I'm at the mall, security just can't buy the mall. And when I'm at the beach, 
I'm in the speedo trying to tan my cheek. This is how I roll. Come on, ladies, it's time to go. We headed to the bar, baby. Don't be nervous. No shoes, no shirt, and I still get service. Why? Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. Shout out, you know, I always want to appreciate people that, you know, that encourage us. 
uh, I was actually one of my cousins from down south. She she was with me, and uh, she's a pretty much a big fan of my work. Her name is Willing Sprinkle. So I really want to um, thank her for listening and supporting us as well. Uh, let's see what else is going on. All right, I think that's about it for the shout-out. Like I said, you guys are more than welcome to come in, join the chat room. Um, Like I said, we also have a YouTube page. If you guys would like to subscribe to that at www.youtube.com slash UCOFW. But before we get into uh, the Stop Online Privacy Act, I really want to talk to you real quick, Michael, because I know you got some things coming up. Um. Well, you actually have some things going on right now with your um, website, and I know you um, have some updates that uh, I'm pretty sure you want the audience to know about. Yeah, um, I have added into it a couple things, hopefully making it a little bit more user-friendly. Done some tweaking on the menus and stuff, uh, advertising of different things that I offer my website at sunrisehumanity.com. It deals a lot, a lot of Reiki, uh, which is a, a form of spiritual healing. Some uh, things on there that deal with energy development uh, and manipulation. Basically, things that help you in a spiritual manner help get yourself get yourself together. Things that will help you hopefully improve your quality of life or help you maybe possibly heal things from your past or get over issues, stuff like that. I've done a lot of uh, tweaking on the menu items to get those a little bit more user-friendly. Got myself a new logo out there, kind of a little cleaner look to it. Um, basically, that's really what I've been working on now is revamping where I've been established for actually a little bit over a year now. So anything like that, you know, it's on there. Please feel free to read up on it, check it out. If you have any questions, my contact info is on there. Feel free to drop me an email. And what's the and what's the uh, web address to that to your website? It is www.sunrisehumanity.com. All right, and also like um, yeah, we saw that you, you have a new logo now too. Yeah, uh, I have a, a really good friend of mine that she's a really talented girl that is. Well, my old logo, I come up, she helped me design it. She's my artist on there. And uh, she kind of has redesigned that for me. And I was kind of going for the more peaceful and spiritual look. And I think she hit the mark. It's on there. And it'll come up in your web browser. There's a little icon up there. And if you want to see a better picture of it, like a fuller picture, it's actually on my contact me page. That's our logo. Anybody would have to be interested in any possible artistic work, you know, they can email me and I can, by all means, get you in touch with you. All right. Well, thanks for um, giving us an update on that, and um, we'll be looking forward to that. Are you going to to be doing anything with the YouTube channel any soon or anytime soon? Hopefully soon I will. I'm going to get a few more videos on there, hopefully, within the next couple of months. I've really been laxed on the, really laxed over the summer. Now that it's winter, I'm staying in a little bit more. I've got more time to work on that stuff. Right. Really worked on the 
website a lot. I'll make some tweaks and fine-tuning with that. So hopefully I can get into more of the YouTube venue there with Seneca's help. <laughs> he sometimes has to hide a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, and if anybody, you know, sees or thinks of something that, you know, after you look through my website, say, hey, I'd like to know a little bit more about this or, you know anything about this that you could explain more? You know, again, feel free to send me an email. I'm always the suggestions. All right. All right. Well, that um, be sure to check that out and get in touch with them if you really, if you're really into spirituality and you're in really, like you said, into the uh, field of Reiki, or you just, you know, are just looking to enlighten yourself in general. That's the like to go to. It's very helpful and and hopefully, you know. Um, from what I've heard, he has a couple of things, you know, in the works. He's trying to, you know, a couple of projects and stuff like that he's working on right now. So we're hoping to speak to you a lot more soon. All right. Um, we're going to move right along to um, the next topic. And I've really been hearing more about this, and I've been really seeing a lot more out here, especially on different websites that are um, – trying to uh, do away with this potential um, uh, legislation that's, that's going to be passing soon. And um, it's called, and it could change the whole face of the Internet. And like I said, we'll start talking about this tonight. We might um, head on over um, to this discussion on Thursday when we have our next broadcast. Um, and the name of the legislation is called, you know, the you know acronym for the SOPA, but it um, it stands for Stop Online Piracy Act. And um, you know, I did a little, you know, a little research on Wikipedia, but I'll, I'm going to have more um, in-depth uh, information for you um, when we have our next broadcast. But I'm just going to read this to you because I'm still learning about it myself. And then, you know, we're going to probably, you know, we're just going to discuss this and, you know, the ramifications of this legislation. So, all right. The Online Piracy Act, also known as House Bill 3261 or H.R. 3261, is the bill that was introduced in the United States House of Representatives on October 26, 2011, by House Judiciary Committee and Chair Representative Lamar Smith, uh, Republican Republican in Texas, and I'm guessing that's what that meant. Okay, and bipartisan group of 12 initial co-sponsors. The bill, if made law, would expand the ability of the U.S. law to enforce the copyright holders to fight online trafficking, copyrighted intellectual property, and kind of fit good. Now, before the judiciary, I mean, before the House Judiciary Committee, it built on the similar Pro-IP Act of 2008 and the corresponding Senate bill, Protect IP Act. The original proposed bill will allow the U.S. Department of Justice as well as copyright holders to seek court orders against websites accused of enabling or facilitating copyright infringement. Depending on who makes the request, the court could order could include barring online advertising networks and payment facilitators such as PayPal from doing business from allegedly infringing websites, barring search engines from linking to such such websites, and requiring Internet service 
violence to block access to such sites. The bill would make unauthorized streaming of copyrighted content a crime with a maximum penalty of five years in prison for ten such infringements within six months. The bill also gives immunity to Internet services to voluntarily take voluntarily take action against websites dedicated to infringement while making liable for damages and copyright holders who knowingly represent that site, that website is dedicated to infringement. Proponents of the bill say says that it protects intellectual property marked in corresponding industry, jobs, and revenue, and it's necessary to bolster enforcement of copyright laws, especially against foreign websites. They cite such examples as Google's $500 million settlement with the Department of Justice for its role in a scheme to target U.S. consumers with ads to buy illegal prescription drugs from Canadian pharmacies. Opponents say that it violates the First Amendment. Its, uh, its Internet censorship will cripple the Internet and will threaten whistleblowing in, the other, in other free speech. Opponents have initiated a number of protest actions, including petition drives, boycotts of companies that support legislation, and even proposed service blackouts by the major companies scheduled to coincide with the congressional hearing on that matter. So what I'm getting from this is I don't think that this law needs to be passed, and I think that from what I'm getting from this is they can care less about copyright laws. They're trying to stop people from making money. There's money involved with this. I don't care what anybody has to say. And I think that, you know, they can care less about copyright laws and protecting, you know, this, that, and the other. You know, and I think if this bill passed, it, it will it will put a big damper. It, it, it will, I don't say it will destroy the Internet. But if this is passed, like it's it's going to really cripple the internet, and I, I think that you know it's a uh, um, infringement upon, like they said, people's First Amendment rights. You know, and I and I really don't think that it's really that big of an issue. And I think for them to put all this effort into this 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 particular act, you know, it's it's, it's just it's disgusting. You know, when we need to be focusing more on jobs and the economy, they're they're worrying about the internet. And the internet to me is just doing perfectly fine. The internet is growing. You know, I, I mean, I just really think that this is not going to be a good thing. And then you said, and, and you said penalties are up to five years in prison and all that stuff. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, but I see this. On this ban on Wikipedia right now, and we're gonna have to look more into this, like because Wikipedia is a big, big entity on the internet now. I mean, it, they pretty much dominate the entire online encyclopedia um, uh, realm. So they have this ban on here right now called uh, "Please Note: In less than 26 hours, the English Wikipedia." will be blacked out globally in protest of SOPA and PIPA. That's another one we have to look up. So, yeah. So what are your thoughts on this whole entire thing? Well, 
while I understand that a lot of the entertainment industry and a lot of other things are concerned about their copyright intellectual properties, as am I. I have a website, and, you know, I have concerns about my copyright, my intellectual property as well. However, I don't think this is the way to go about it, and I really feel that basically what they're doing, and I really feel that what the law is going to accomplish is a basic infringement upon First Amendment rights. You know, I don't see where, you know, while there there needs to be something to address copyright infringement, you know, I understand the entertainment industry is pretty ticked off that they're losing a lot of money through pirating, but uh, this isn't the way to go about it. You don't want to be stifling the Internet and messing with that because, you know, that's no different than somebody out here on the street putting their information out there. Let them, you know. If you're in the entertainment industry, you realize people are going to pirate stuff. There's, you know, if there's a way to put it on a computer, somebody is smart enough to get it but, off. But, but to me, I just, I don't think that all pirating is bad because sometimes I think by putting your stuff out there, that gets you exposure or something. You know what I'm saying? If you look at the bigger right. picture, and you got to look at it, most of these people aren't like, especially in the music industry, they're not making a lot of money off. CDs, they're making more money off of their tours and, and, and appearances and stuff like that. You right, know, and, and it's probably just going to be a sign of the time that, you know, the old way of doing things just doesn't work anymore for a lot of stuff. Right, and, you know, and I think I think it's just, I think the music is more of a market. I should be used as more of a marketing thing, you know, um, for the real thing, like when you do your tours and when you do your concerts and stuff, but I also want to make note that, um, um, the user that I've been chatting with in chat made a good point that um, they said actually they just dropped Sofa today. So I'm gonna have to look into that. They dropped Sofa today, and he and he pretty much says yeah, it's about the money, and it's about internet tech. So that's a really good point of view too that I want to probably you know I want to acknowledge as well. So I don't know, like I really think that this is not the right way to do it, and I think that you know. If anything that goes against, like I think people's freedom of speech or or First Amendment rights, I just I'm very much against it. Like you know, if they just have to find a way to you know do this, because if you're messing with the internet, like I just you know doing something that's going to like mess up the whole face of of you know the internet, I just I'm really against that. But hey. I'm just saying. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, I see. You know, and, and it's so, and it's it's very difficult to um, regulate the internet too. You know, it's very little regulation on it right now. Sure. I I don't know. I mean, that's it's it's a whole. Entirely different uh, dimension of things. Like you know, when you're dealing with the internet, it's just a whole different world. So, I mean, you can't really govern like laws that that you know that can govern govern you know like us physically. Don't can't. It's hard to apply those same principles and laws to the internet. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
in some ways it almost seems like that the Internet has become the new mouthpiece for the freedom of speech, where back in the day having, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, you had sit-ins and public protests. Now, if you want to hit the airwaves even harder, you can almost take it to YouTube or take it to the Internet. And, you know, I bet you that a viral video that goes viral on YouTube will be seen more than probably a newspaper clipping about a protest somewhere. Exactly. And I think, I would, you know, and I think in the next 10 years, we're going to see a shift in how people get their information. It's going to going to be, people want to use videos and YouTube and stuff like that to convey their messages, you know, more effectively. It's going to be mostly video, I think, in the next 10 years. Yeah. You know, that's not for what. I think you and I were talking one day, and I said that personally I could see the concept of YouTube outliving Facebook. Oh, definitely. You know, social me- social media, whether it's Facebook or something else, is, yeah, I think it's going to be here to stay. But I think still the concept of like Facebook or uh, YouTube and you know media like that, I think that's going to be the big king for many years to come. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I really, I mean, we just even seen how. Social media is taking off within the last, you know, five years. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 crazy. Like, I mean, everybody's on some type of social media website, even businesses. Like, it's almost impossible to find people that aren't linked to some type of social media site. If if not so like- Facebook or yeah, the last time I heard a statistic on it was two out of three people everywhere, all around the world. Well, wow. the last time I heard a statistic. But you know what? That's probably why, and you know, I don't want to get into this because I'm not sure, but they they, they said why the CIA and a lot of these federal, uh, 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 you know, different federal organizations and stuff like that, entities are, are using Facebook to get, gather information on people or to follow yeah. up on people or to track people down. Mm-hmm. I can tell That's you now. That's how, how social media has become. Yeah, I can tell you now police work does nowadays, just here on a domestic level. Yeah. And like I said, you know, like I said, it's very powerful, like, you know, and I said, with this, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's probably why they were trying to get in and get a piece of this pie because I'm telling you, they realize the power of the internet. You're not even talking about social media sites in general. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, so what is, I mean, my thing is, my fear is, what if someone that has like an independent website, they link, have a link up to, um, I don't want to say something that's copyrighted, right, but like a news clip or something like that. Like, how would that affect them? You know? Uh, I'm not smart enough on that subject to really know. I don't know. It's just a lot of things that, you know, 
you know, I, I worry about, like, how, how the average journey has a website. They may have, you know, like a link to a video, a copyrighted news clip or something like that. They they post it up without even thinking anything of it. And next thing they know, they're getting, you know, threatened to be thrown into prison or something like that. Yeah. No. You know, know in, in the interest of wisdom of federal government, <laughs> What can make sense will not happen. I mean, that's why I feel that it's good for people to educate themselves on these issues, especially if you do if you're that type of person that's really into uh, to uh, stuff like that. I mean, or just in general, like if you have a website or you uh, just, I mean, just the average Joe. I think it's really good for you to. Uh, Educate yourself on copyright laws because who knows? Like in the future, it, it could be something that you know. A lot of people they were saying at some point when people were downloading stuff from like uh, I remember they had Napster and LimeWire and Kaza and stuff like that. They were saying how like some of those people they were finding tracing those people and file you know copyright suits and stuff against them. So. It's one of those things. It's going to be, you know, everybody needs to really look into that, you know, and you know, and it's, you know, just because they they close those websites down or, uh, you know, it's, it's still people. There's still ways of getting, um, pirated music. Like there's so many ways to do it. You know, mm-hmm. like there's there's websites that are devoted to like. Snatching content offline, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's crazy. You're not gonna stop. It's it's gonna be one of those things. It's it's it's, it's gonna be hard to stop. Yeah, there's several mm-hmm. different video converting software that you can take a YouTube link and snag a music video. Exactly. It's like a bad life problem. I mean, it's gonna be hard to get rid of. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like a bad pubic life problem. I said, the only way to get rid of it is to shave it off. And I don't know if we want to just cut everything off. <laughs> so, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just saying. Mm. But anyways, um, we're going to jump to uh, the entire... I'm going to wrap out the show with um, the Casey Anthony thing because that's just ridiculous. All right, I, I don't know if I should say that till Thursday, but I really want to talk about that now. Um, just want to thank my listeners so far. Like I said, I really appreciate you guys. I can't appreciate you enough, the people that's just been supporting and people that's been, you know, I've been talking to recently that really been wanting to work with me, you know, soon. So I really want to thank, take time for that. Um, and just, um, I don't know, just wanted to tell people that I appreciate them and, and, um, just taking an interest in what we do. So, um, next thing I want to go to is Jay-Z and Beyonce. They just had, they, um, just welcomed a beautiful baby girl into the world last week. And I wanted to send out congrats to them. Excuse me. I said, tell them what the name is. <laughs> was it what, what's that name? Blue cheese. I mean, yeah. blue. 
Who was Blue Cheek? No, Blue Ivy Carter. That's that. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's Blue, Blue Ivy, Ivy or Blue Four. Mm. Well, I don't know. We're gonna talk about more on Thursday, but I guess you know. Cause I guess there's a reasoning behind that, and um, I guess it. I want to say that it has something to do with uh, uh, he named her after an album that he put out. I can't remember what year that was. It was back in 2003, I want to say, when he put out the Blueprint album. And I guess he named her after that. Now, I could live with it more if it was a, a, a boy's name. But for you to call your daughter that, but I mean, I guess, you know, she... She's not going to really suffer too much from that, having one of the, you know, two of the top paid entertainers in the world. But it's just like, man, what are we doing to these children? Like, like seriously. Like, a lot of these celebrities name their children like some crazy stuff. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, um, I think somebody, I put up a comment about that last week. And someone was saying how um, there are there are a few other entertainers that one of them named their child like Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. wow. I know. I, I don't mean, remember which comment you're talking about now, but I forget which entertainer it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard of some very ethnic names. Some very urban names. I've heard of some very, um, oof, ethnic names. But I are we now starting to name our children after food? Mm. Like hell, I mean, I guess Apple. Yeah, well, I guess come here, Apple. Yeah. Huh. I guess if you think about tiramisu, it, it sounds kind of mean or fierce, but it's really just a really good dessert. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I heard there was some. Uh, I heard there was there's some twins. I've heard that there was somebody that named their child lemon jello and orange. Oh. It's, it's spelled like orange jello and lemon jello. They named their child that, and he spelled. I guess you you pronounce it. Lamangelo and Orangelo. And I'm like, wow. Imagine imagine going to the first day of school and the teachers reading the roster and they're reading your name Orange Jello and Lemon Jello. <laughs> I said, Are you reading the, the, the roster or are you reading today's lunch menu? I'm confused. <laughs> Cause I, I mean, that's the same thing with that daughter. I, I mean, you know, I don't yeah. Know. And I'm not a big fan of Jello anyway. <laughs> oh, that's you know, I don't know. But yeah, that's just that's crazy to me. But hey, at least she's being born into a family that has some money. A lot of celebrities already. You know, Oprah, that's like that's gonna be like her guy, so like she's already bought minor gifts and stuff like that and you know baby's gonna be well taken care of, but I just I'm very disappointed with that name. I just I was really expecting something more 
and clapping that sound in the net. Like I was, I was expecting like something like, you know, innovative or something. I don't even know what to even say about it. But it was just really like, wow, like you know. But anyways, with that puts puts aside, I really wish them the best, you know. Um, and I really know that that child will be well taken care of, you know. Regardless of it having a jacked up name. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, you might as well have went all the way out just named the Blue Cheese for all, you know. Yeah. Hey. Guess what got me so much was the, the middle, the Ivy, which the for those who, you know, for which those who are haven't read it online or in a paper or something, Ivy was spelled with the letter I and the letter V. And that's it. I'm like, is it blue ivy or blue number four? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, blue ivy. And, and I don't really want to get into. I, I just I don't really buy into all that stuff, and I don't even want to get into that because I don't even get into some jacked up stuff. But they were talking about her name spelled backwards has some some type of connotation or some type of not connotation, but has something to do with. Um, like the secret societies and stuff like that, or um, uh, I guess the I'm trying to think of what they call it. Like not that the secret societies, like that everybody talks about the Illuminati and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, this is crazy. Because a lot of people claim, oh, Jay Z, he's, he's he's a member of the Illuminati. He's one of the higher up in there and then the other. It's just like I can't picture that. Huh? I just can't picture that. I can't wrap my brain around that one. Well, you know what? He's one of the highest paid entertainers out here. Like he 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 bumped elbows with with some top people. It don't surprise me like if he he would be involved with that, but like Jay Z ain't no joke. Yeah, just I don't know, I guess Trying to you you get the mindset of an entertainer being one way or one type of person, and I guess that's maybe just because of the typecast or the connotation. You know, you're used to seeing their artistry and stuff like that. You don't sometimes think that there is a real person behind it. But right. yeah, just one of the things. It's like trust me, it shocked me because DeAndre was. Educate me on about a lot of this stuff, and you know, you look into it. There's a lot of videos out here about that. Um, and then she was showing me this um, this um, series called "It's a Damn Shame," and it was just going through all this stuff, talking about how a lot of these people are wrapped up in, with these secret societies, and how a lot of this stuff is just a lot. A lot of stuff we see out here. Especially in the media, dealing with a lot of people that have a decision-making power, and they they decide what's going on in the media. And if you are a part of the media, you have to sell out at one point. And it's a lot of like homosexuality, a lot of a lot of stuff that goes on within these organizations, and you you know initiations and stuff like that. And I don't know nothing about it, but I mean it's it's the information's out here, but. But I was like, wow, this it's, it's deep. You know, uh-huh. they said a lot of this stuff even had to, to do with the death of uh, Biggie and Tupac. I mean, this stuff has been going on for years. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. But, 
we're going to probably continue on uh, Monday about, well, I, I could probably squeeze this in here because I want to put this up on the broadcast and it's probably be too old, old news by white people to put this up. Um, so what do you think? Did you hear about um, Casey Anthony putting out a new video? Did you hear about that? I heard about it, but I didn't even read it, read it. I just glanced through it, went, oh, geez, and kept going. <laughs> yeah. That's about how I feel about it, but uh, let's see. If I can find this uh, clip. Keyword search in my database, and my computer is going to act up now. Here we go. Let's see. Thought I had that clip up. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Well, let me go to a quick song really quick, and well, go to a song really quick, and uh, see if I can find that, and I'll be we'll be back shortly. Now make that motherfucker hammer sound like Wobble, dee, wobble, dee, wobble, wobble, wobble. I'm stack, stacking my paper. My wallet look like a Bible. I got girlies half naked. That shit look like the grotto. How your waist anorexic and then your ass is colossal. Like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Drop that ass. Make it boomerang. Take my belt off. Bitch, I'm pooty tang. Tippy towel, tippy tay. You gon' get a tip today. Fuck that. You gon' get some dick today. I walk in with my crew and I'm breaking their necks. I'm looking all good. I'm making their wet. They pay me respect. They pay me in checks. And if she look good, she pay me in sex. Bounce that ass, ass. It's the roundest. Round. You the best, best. You deserve a crown, bitch. Right on that ass, 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 ass.
Not to mention she comes across like she has the sensible judgment of a turtle. <laughs> Not a turtle. That was the first thing I, I could mean, think of. Yeah. Probably insulting the reptile world, but. Mm-hmm. You know, she has a reptilian, you know, way of thinking like she's just a snake, you know, um, low down. I mean, just for you, and then and then what made it so bad is like it's crazy. Like she doesn't have anybody. Like nobody likes her. I'm pretty sure she's got death threats, and she pretty much threw her family under the bus. Like you mm-hmm. know, after they the ones that were raising your children, you talking about your father molested you, and you did this that, and, and people did this that and the other to you. Like she has nothing. Like I mean, I don't know. I said, and I hope it eat. I hope it eats away at her. Like you know, she she needs to pay for that one way or the other. And one thing about karma and and you know, the laws of the universe, you can't do stuff like that and think that you're gonna get away with it. You may get away with it as far as mankind is concerned, get or through man's way of judge judgment, but you can't get away. With it, you know what I'm saying, because God knows everything, and even if you don't even want to take that principle of, of you know God reigning justice upon her, it's just the basic law of the universe. Like she, she's going to have to pay for that. Like she, she's going to have to pay for that, you know, negativity that she's putting out there in the universe. So, you know, either way you want to look at it, you know, her time is coming, and see that's why she got to stay in high. I'm sure that she's not smart enough to stay out of trouble. Yeah. Given enough no. time, she'll 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 catch herself. She'll hang herself up in something else. Right, right. Well, I think that's about all the time we have tonight. I think, um, yeah, it's already twelve o'clock. So, um. I want to thank everybody that listened. I want to thank our uh, guests that was in our chat room today um, and all of you that were uh, um, that's, that's been calling. Been, you know, you know Hardly you that called in. Huh? Our uh, nice lady that called in. Yes, yes. So um, we just want to thank you all for just um, listening in and um, just just giving us feedback and stuff like that. And we will be back on Thursday, um, I'm hoping. But um, if not, we'll definitely um, catch you um, by the end of the week. So, all right. Well, you got anything else to say before we wrap wrap up? No, I don't think so. I think that's pretty much about it. Yeah, okay. This sounds like I'm distanced because I'm trying to wrap things up in the chat room and close out everything. All right, well, we will catch you later this week.